It's Saturday, December 3rd, and normally we're not going to do a podcast on a Saturday morning. But today is different. Last night, the Rangers signed Jake DeGrom, and we're going to talk about it. Get all the updates that you can handle on Jake DeGrom this morning on Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome, everybody, to a special edition of Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys. My name is Kevin Frazier, a.k.a. YBK. Uh, find me all on, on all socials at, uh, at Kevin Lee Frazier, Twitter, Instagram. I, I do do the Facebook, uh, but you know what? That's not my that's not my shtick. Joining me, my co-host with the most, the man with the plan, the beard that never ends, the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. bull. Well, how you doing, and where can they find you on socials? Well, I'm in on a morning like today. How could I not be doing fantastic? <laughs> I mean, we're having a uh, we're having a special extra podcast on a Saturday morning because the Rangers did something great. Like, I think that's a uh, that's enough to have me going and feeling pretty good this morning. As far as social media, you can find me. At Manimal Bull on Twitter, at Manimal Three Hundred on Instagram. Still working on the TikTok. Don't worry, I'll have a handle for that someday. Someday we're going to be like, and my TikTok handle is at something, but I, I don't have anything just yet. And and I and I promise this is not a this is not for everybody, but for it's for one person. <laughs> for one person only that I, I I have Facebook for my 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 crew that doesn't understand Twitter, Instagram, those things at Bullfro. <laughs> oh man, man. I don't even feel like I can give my Facebook at this point anymore. Um well okay, so today's special because I feel like we're we are in the midst of history. Like as a Ranger fan since you know, the day after I was born in October of 1979, the Rangers have never done what they did last night. And when I say never, I mean it. Bull, last night, the Texas Rangers signed the number one free agent pitcher, the top pitcher in many accounts in all of baseball. And they signed into a five-year contract. Welcome to Texas, Jake DeGrom. Well, tell me what you think about this. It's it's pretty exciting. I I my favorite part about Twitter last night was the New York people that were guaranteeing that Jake DeGrom would come back to New York and be a Met for the next couple of years are were all last night saying that oh well he's injury prone and we don't need him anymore anyway. The, the excuses that were being made after the fact <laughs> were just so it was like, you know, that scene in South Park where Cartman makes that kid eat his, his parents <laughs> and he's like licking the tears up of, the, of that kid. Like, oh, that's your dad. Uh. I mean, I don't know if it's that serious, but it was that's what it, might, it made me think of. Like we were just like all of us Texas fans were just Cartman last night, like licking up the tears and talking about how sweet they tasted, because I don't think. I don't think anybody thought that just randomly about seven, because we had literally, I mean, we were 15, 20 minutes past doing the show last night whenever 
whenever this broke down. Like, I mean, we we if we'd have we would have done an evening show like we normally do, but would have happened right in right in our wheelhouse. So, um, but it was it was it was great to hear. I mean, five years on Jake Degrom is that a little long? Maybe. But is that what it took to get him here? That's what, you know, I mean, that's the real question. That's what it was, took to get him here, and that's what they did. And that isn't exactly something that, uh, you know, guys like me and you that were born in the late 70s, early 80s have ever really seen the Rangers do before. So I think that's – it's just exciting all around, especially being a, a big-time Ranger baseball fan and – you know, the moves they made last year at this time and the moves they're making right now. Uh, it's just exciting to be a Rangers fan right now, especially for a team that's lost 90 games for several years in a row now. Well, I would say outside of, obviously, the 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 greatest team the Rangers have ever had under Ron Washington and Josh Hamilton um, and Adrian Beltre, aside from the experiences that we had there, I would say for me, this is the most excited I have ever been as a Texas Rangers fan because it really feels like as an organization, not just as a team, but just as an organization as a whole, we've taken a step in a direction which you and I have felt like for a long time. This is It's a Dallas-Fort Worth market. I mean, you're literally looking at one of the largest Metroplex areas in the United States. I mean, why – there's no reason. I mean, you're, you're on the same parking lot as the highest-valued franchise in all of sports, the Dallas Cowboys. Why in the world <laughs> is your baseball team not, you know, acting like a big market team? And it's almost like they listened uh, to, our, to, our, to our text messages or something uh, via Big Brother – um, and all of a sudden, as of last year, the Texas – well, and I'd say we saw a little bit of it the year before, but as of last year, the Texas Rangers have really started to act like an organization that believes that they are not only a big market team, but a team that is trying to establish kind of like, hey, we're the new big players in town, and we're here to stay. And as a Rangers fan, like, I'm, I can't – I can't express how excited I am. Uh, I, you know, I'm probably just going to, out of my own excitement, go on to uh, lids.com or fanatics and go get me a new Rangers hat. Just if there celebrate. was ever a time though, I mean, the Rangers just put out some of the most quality merchandise that they've ever put out. So if there was ever a time to go get a Rangers hat right now is the time because they have some really nice merchandise, especially hats. Right. So, so let's, let's do a quick commercial now, just for the sake of, of hopefully one day, these types of places will be support us. Go to lids.com fanatics.com check Texas Rangers ball caps out. Tell us what you got and uh, tell me what maybe I should get, but right now know, I've got, uh, I'm, I'm, put, I'm wearing the uh, 1992 20th anniversary big T but with a white cap and a red T with a black bill. Ooh, so if you, know you what were I wondering about, about the missus, she gets on to me every time I get a white hat because, you know, I'm, I'm not exactly the 
the tidiest person in the world. So the first thing I did, I proceeded to uh, cut my finger completely wide open and bleed all over the patch. So, you know, (laughs) but it's a, it's definitely right now is a time to go out and get you a nice, uh, a nice Texas Rangers hat. There's about, there's about 25 of them on, uh, on fanatics right now that are all really, really nice. Well, I would just, it's really, uh, you know, so you're telling me that a guy that goes by the name of Manimal isn't the tidiest person. No. That's, that is, that might be just as big a news as the DeGrom story. It's, it's right up there with it. Part man, part animal, not tidy. <laughs> I, can, I can see the headline. Well, and then, and then the other name, you know, what, the name that all of your friends know you by, a bull. That doesn't lend itself to tidiness either. It doesn't, I mean, does just, it? Yeah, because yeah, like, like really. 90% of people, as soon as they hear bull, they just imagine me at a china shop just destroying that. <laughs> I, I, or that's what I hope, anyways. In, in, my, in my heart of hearts, that's what I hope people are doing. Anybody listening, that's how you need to visualize uh, bull, you know, just in a china shop, throwing stuff around with his ranger's hat on with a little blood on it. Um, <laughs> perfect. The image is like perfect. But hey, you know, sorry if I'm giving any uh, sound feedback here. I'm, I'm actually my wife and I are walking the sun and the dog. But again, this was such a monumental moment. We had to. She wanted it. She she wanted in on it. The baby wanted in on it. The dog wanted in on it. We're all excited about Jake Degrom being a Texas Ranger. And really, I think again, it's. It's not as much Jake DeGrom, though I'm, I'm ecstatic about him. But like we were saying off the air, um, it's just the commitment that this the Rangers is, are making. Yeah, this is two years in a row that they've committed to making their team the very best that it can be going into the season with with a lot of money. You know, like, I mean, yeah, I know last year you were kind of like, well, they spent $500 million or $560 million last year, but did they – they didn't really, they didn't really spend it in the right places. But at the same time, you know, my kind of my, my message to you the whole year last year was just like, wait for it, wait for it. I mean, I'm sure they were trying on Robbie Ray. I'm sure they were trying on some of the guys that got uh, uh, signed last year. I don't think that they were they were out there just you know not trying. But at the same time, you know, they knew what this year was going to look like and. You know, I mean, they knew that they were they they had players in mind last year that they really wanted to have here and wanted to be here in in Seager and Simeon, and I think it just kind of like lined up better to spend money on pitching this year, especially whenever last year you were able to get John Gray, who right now is probably their two or three. Where I mean, how many times have we talked in the past about how we really like him at that spot? We really yeah. like him at the two or the three and Marty Perez in the same kind of spot where you're not relying on those guys to be the, the dudes. And then yeah. on top of that, I mean, you've got, you've got, uh, you know, Oda Rizzi behind those guys. So at, at this point right now, I mean, the, like, I kind of feel like they have like three and a half starters. Mm-hmm. I mean, or that they've went out and gotten, you know, three and a half starters over the last couple of years between Perez. Uh, I mean, like I, uh, Oda Rizzi just, I don't know. I don't think of him as like the guy. Right. You know, right. Like no, I, I, I think if he's in the bullpen, it's not going to hurt my feelings at the beginning of the year. And like we said, I think their bullpen improves just by having Jake DeGrom 
with allowing some of those big arms that they have in the in the uh, front end not having to start games this year. I mean, we don't have to – like, I don't think Spencer Howard is going to start games this year, but that doesn't mean that he can't be an effective pitcher for the ball club. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know how much faith I have in my audio today. I picked the windiest day in Florida history to film a podcast outside. Um, but, I don't really uh, noticed over the okay. over my ears or okay, in my let's, headphones. Let's, so Let's just hope the, the, the outcome is good. But, no, I, I'm with you on, on everything you said. I think the more pitching you have, I also think when it comes to our you know, the farm system and the young guys that we're trying to develop, I think it creates a situation, though, where those guys can come in with lower expectations, but be a part of something like I used to, and again, you hear you, we, we talk, I talk all the time about how I loved how um, Bobby Cox would bring in young players when the Braves would be, you know, one of the better teams every single year, Rolling, but yet, yeah, yeah but yet, and, and, and honestly, the Cardinals are another one. They bring these guys in, in the middle of like division races and pennant races, and they literally throw them out there and like give them give them chances to prove themselves in situations that are a lot more meaningful than say the traditional end of the season when the the club's out of contention. And I I like the the, the idea now that these young guys are going to be coming in with veterans in the in the locker room that have been there and done that that are top level they can learn from these guys, but also get into situations where you're like, all right, you know what. We need guys that have, you know, you know what's a steal. Uh, yeah. We're gonna rely on these guys in in play in playoff postseason situations, and to see how these guys stack up and see who's gonna be the cream to rise to the top. And just to kind of just real quick, and sorry to just keep rolling, but it's kind of relevant. You know, reading about Degrom, you know, he wasn't their top pitching prospect. There were other no. guys. That, that no, they he was better than him. He was yeah. actually a guy that was, I want to say, taken later in the draft. Mm-hmm. That he's not, he's not like a big time first round draft pick. That you know, like the Mets kind of got lucky on him, or not lucky, but like the, they did a good job of of scouting and making sure that he was going to be. But I don't think they ever thought he was going to be what he turned into. Right, and that that's my point is that. That's why you want to have a situation where these, you know, young players can come in and you can get a look at all of them because you just never know if it's going to be your number one draft pick or your, you know, 18th round draft pick that's going to be the next big thing that comes through your organization. Yeah, I think a lot of the reason why the Rangers uh, have a guy like Ricky Venasco on their 40 man, even though he's. I mean, he hasn't even scratched double A just yet as a player, but he's one of those guys with a big arm and he was drafted later in the draft, stolen, kind of stolen away from his college team, you know, like through the draft. So, I mean, I can I, I see he's kind of like one of those guys that like down the road, you could see him being that kind of pitcher. It's just going to take him a minute to develop because he's had some arm injuries and, and move through that way you know like i mean he, he moved he's moving up slow because of the arm and because uh-huh. he's still a relatively young guy even though he's been in the organization five years so i i think we're i think we kind of said what we need to say um exciting jake degrom is a texas ranger more importantly the texas rangers are are showing that 
They are truly committed. Um, one, I have a couple questions to ask you before we roll out. First question is this. How much do you think that the hiring of Bruce Bochy had, how much effect do you think that had on Jake DeGrom wanting to come and be a part of the organization? Maybe some, but it kind of felt like uh, DeGrom was in on this thing before Bochy, you know, like it kind of felt like from day one before they even hired Bochy that DeGrom, this was his destination and he was looking to come here from day one. So I don't know. I'm not saying it didn't because I don't know that for sure. But what, happens it kind if of they bring like... in, what happens if they bring in a jabroni? You know, like another, I'm not going to not, okay, I'm not going to, let's, well, let's not bash too much I, I, I don't know because I'm, I'm going to say this and I don't, I mean, it's not like making the man out to be some sort of saint or anything like that. Uh-huh. But a lot of the reason last year we were told that Corey Seager came here was because of Chris Woodward. But at the same time, I mean, you know, a couple hundred million dollars talks too. Yeah. Yeah. Has a lot to say. Um, all right. One more question I have for you is this. Um, is this the biggest free agent signing in the history of the Texas Rangers? Oh, it's a tough one. They've had some big ones, right? I mean, the first I, one that comes to I, mind is Beltray. Well, I th- the first one that comes to mind for me is always a rod. Okay. Because they broke right. the mold with a, they were the first team to, to really give that, 10 years, lots of money to go on top of it. So I think that was like the, I think that might've been a bigger signing because of how historic it was as far as what it did to the free agent market. Mm-hmm. But I it think didn't help the is, Rangers. <laughs> I mean, this definitely isn't Chanho Park. <laughs> no. I mean, but no. it, you know, I mean, like again, we, Degrom has been injured the last couple of years, but they're not the same injury. It doesn't seem to be like a something that just lags or anything like that. He's had a couple of different injuries over the last couple of years, and before that, I mean, he was relatively healthy. So I don't have any reason to believe that that these are just lingering injuries that are going to keep him sidelined like Chano Park had. Well, and there's one other thing about Jake DeGrom that I thought about this morning. Literally rolled out of bed thinking about Jake DeGrom. Thought about this morning. And that is this, that Jake DeGrom, I don't believe he's won a World Series championship in his career yet. No. No, he hasn't. No. and I He's been there. Yeah, I think, I think, I think he's, I think he's still hungry for that. And... I think he number. I think he wants that with the Texas Rangers in the, on this contract, and I think we all want that. Well, I, I think, think that's something. Go ahead. I think that uh, you know the one good thing that I've seen from the Rangers this off season, and what I really saw last night is like the moment that Degrom was signed. Like the first thing that most beat writers or guys that are associated with the team, like they made sure to point out that like this doesn't take them out on Rondon, this doesn't take them out on Talion, this doesn't take them out on the trades as pitching wise. Like this, just because they went out and signed Jake Degrom doesn't mean they're ready to quit. You know, like so that's a, I think that's like a huge thing that like seeing that from the Rangers really is going to change perspective on. 
on what they are. And, and if they go out and they get one more middle of the rotation pitcher, or, I mean, you know, if they have, if, if they can get a guy like Carlos Rondon, that's some kind of rotation at that point. That's a, I mean, that's a, if healthy can be a competitor rotation. So yeah, definitely not a rotation you want to see in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that right now it's even really a rotation that you're looking at and saying, gosh, I want to run into that in the playoffs, especially in those, those first round three game series is where they're throwing DeGrom gray and Perez in a three game set. Yeah. That's a nice, that's a nice little rotation. So and, well, and brother, I, I think, uh, yeah, just one last thing before we get out of here, because I know it's getting, you know, I mean, we didn't need to do, an hour and a half <laughs> special today on DeGrom. It's just something that's kind of exciting, and we don't want to wait until Monday to talk about it. But just one last thing on DeGrom is, is if he's healthy, that $37 million average value of his contract a year, I mean, that's a steal if he's healthy. Because if he's healthy, yep. he's a 8-9 run better player than anybody in the league. Or, I mean, or, or than the – average middle of the road pitcher. So, I mean, you're talking like, you know, they could get, they could get a solid couple of wins, you know, just from the fact that Jake DeGrom's on this team. And I think he like really kind of between him, Martin Perez and John Gray, it's really like the starts of a a rotation that can, that can down the stretch be a a good thing for the Rangers. Agreed. I, I don't think we, either one of us could be more excited about it. Um, Bull, but Bull, why don't you go ahead and give us the downhill roll, and I'll I'll take us home with the sign out. Word, 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 word. So hey, just real quick, this is an exciting time to be a Rangers fan because they're doing things they've never done before. Yeah, last year when they signed Seager, you're thinking, oh well, we've been down this road before. They signed A Rod at that big contract, and it kind of, it kind of let's let's not get it twisted. A-Rod was the best player in baseball those four four years that he was here. He had numbers like he'd never put up before. He, I mean, he was fantastic here. So, you know, like hindsight, that was a good deal. But this is, this is something that like they're following up on it. They're not just saying, Hey, we got A-Rod and we're going to, we're going to go to war with Rick Helling. They they went out and got Corey Seager and said, okay, if we're going to go to war, let's go to war with Jake DeGrom. And that's that's an exciting moment as a Ranger fan. Well, guys, thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been a special edition of Texas Rangers with the boys, and we are the boys signing out.